There's a lost soul who's tired of the sinning. You are listening to the Daily Doctrine Devotional. This is a daily podcast designed to teach and preach Bible doctrine each weekday throughout the year. This is Evangelist Tim McVeigh asking you to please let others know about this podcast so that they can subscribe or tune in each weekday. At the end of the podcast, we will provide you with subscription information as well as contact information for our ministry. Thank you for listening, and we pray that the Lord will help each of us as we study and preach the Word of God. And the saints all with gladness are singing the glorious song of the redeemed. Song of the redeemed. Thank you once more for tuning into the podcast. We're going to be in Psalm 17 today. I realize I promised that yesterday. But things just didn't work out that way. And can I be honest with you, without being snide, rude, or crude, you know, we are the ones that have decided to do this podcast, and I just asked the Lord to help us with it. It seems like sometimes you just kind of keep plugging along, plugging along, and every once in a while, God will get in it. Amen. And uh, it's kind of like church. That's where the house of God is. Sometimes it seems like a pastor just labors and labors. It seems like nothing happens, and all of a sudden, God just break in on us. Amen. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord for his mercy. Thank the Lord for his goodness to us. In Psalm 17, we're going to look at a subject. This is what had stirred my heart uh, yesterday. I was thinking on this, pondering on this, about our ear and our heart being inclined unto the Lord. In Psalm 17, a prayer of David. Hear the right, O Lord. Attend unto my cry. Give ear unto my prayer that goeth not out of feigned lips. Let my sentence come forth from thy presence. Let thine eyes behold the things that are equal. Thou hast proved mine heart. Thou hast visited me in the night. Thou hast tried me and shalt find nothing. I am purposed that my mouth shall not transgress. Concerning the works of men, by the word of thy lips, I have kept me from the paths of the destroyer. Hold up my goings in thy paths, that my footsteps slip not. I have called upon thee, for thou wilt hear me, O God. Incline thine ear unto me and hear my speech. Show thy marvelous loving kindness, O thou that savest by thy right hand, them which put their trust in thee from those that rise up against them. And so again, we see a phrase here. It's important for us to understand this phrase. For he says, I have called upon thee, for thou wilt hear me, O God, incline thine ear unto me. It's important for us to understand that I want first of all today to look at this when men incline their ear unto the Lord. What is that inclining? We would picture literally leaning in. We, of course, today would cup our hand. I don't think that's new, probably 6,000 years, especially as a man gets more aged. He would cup his, his ear with his hand to listen, to incline his ear. He wants to hear. He wants to listen. He's getting closer to the speaker. And then he also speaks of this. I'm going to look at this because I believe it's imperative to what we're dealing with. But he also is going to tell us to incline thine heart. You know, get our heart closer to him, that our heart can hear. As God speaks through our ear, it ought to speak to our heart. And so I want to first look at us, the people of God, the children of God, those of you that might be lost without Christ, the desire is that you would incline your ear to hear, that you might become a child of God, that God would help you to incline your heart unto him. And then so to look at that first, and then we'll look at the faith of Jesus Christ as the Son of God by faith through prophecy is asking the Father to incline his ear unto him. And so Psalm 17, again, O God, incline thine ear unto me, and hear my 
We see in Psalm 45 and verse 10, Hearken, O daughter, and consider, and incline thine ear. Forget also thine own people and thy father's house. So shall the king greatly desire thy beauty, for he is thy Lord, and worship thou him. Now, I need you to notice this here. He's speaking of a woman. He is speaking, if you will, of a bride here. For he says this in verse 7 of Psalm 45, Thou lovest righteousness and hated, hatest wickedness. Therefore God, thy God, hath anointed thee with the oil of gladness above thy fellows. Of course, that's prophecy. We're speaking of Jesus Christ here again. And it says, All thy garments smell of myrrh and aloes and cassia out of the ivory palaces, whereby they have made thee glad. King's daughters were among thy honorable women, Upon thy right hand, now we're going to talk about the right hand, Lord willing, tomorrow, the place of strength, a place of stature, a place of honor. Upon thy right hand did stand the queen in gold of Ophir. Hearken, O daughter, and consider, and incline thine ear. Forget also thine own people in thy father's house. So shall the king greatly desire thy beauty. Now what king is that? That's the king that's at the right hand. That bride is at his right hand. That beautiful one. That one which we spake about already in Psalm 16 just the other day. I believe he's speaking of the church. I believe he's speaking of that beautiful woman, the church. She's arrayed in that, uh, that garment. She's arrayed in beauty. For the king shall greatly desire thy beauty, for he is thy Lord, and worship thou him. So he says, hearken, O daughter, and consider and incline thine ear. All that the church would see, the bridegroom cometh. And the church is preparing for that bridegroom. If we could just grasp that and look at that and see that and know that this is he which is to come. But my friend, we're today when it seems like most don't even concern themselves with the coming of Jesus Christ. Psalm 78 and verse 1, give ear, O my people, to my law. Incline your ears to the words of my mouth. Why do we incline our ears that we can hear every word of God? It's not just the overall word of God, but that we can hear the words of God. The words, he said, of my mouth. Every word of God is pure. And so again, we incline our ear to hear those things. I want to look just briefly at the inclined heart. Psalm 119, two different times. Verse 36 is the first mention of it. And he says, incline thine heart unto thy testimonies and not to covetousness. I misspoke, incline my heart unto thy testimonies and not to covetousness. So if we would incline our heart, draw our heart close to him, lean our heart that we can hear him and get away from covetousness, get away uh, from the covetous things and draw nigh unto God that he can draw nigh unto us. Verse 112 of that same chapter in Psalm 119 I have inclined mine heart to perform thy statutes alway, even unto the end. Now, I will read a proverb here. I believe it's appropriate. Proverb 2 and verse 1. My son, if thou wilt receive my words and hide my commandments with thee, so that thou incline thine ear unto wisdom and apply thine heart to understanding, Yea, if thou criest after knowledge and lifted up thy voice for understanding, if thou seekest her as silver and searchest for her as for hid treasures, then shalt thou understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. So he tells you the physical. Incline thine ear. 
into wisdom. Apply thine heart to understanding. Criest after knowledge. Lift us up thy voice for understanding. Seekest her as silver. Searchest for her. It's the physical things, the things that we have the capability of doing. He says, then shalt thou understand the fear of the Lord. And so that's our obligation to seek God. I know we're in a day when this matter of seeking God, I've heard it ran over the coals and rent and rendered so many different ways. I actually heard a man say that nowhere are men told to seek God. He says, in fact, the word of God says there's none that seeketh after God. And can I say to you, the natural man does not seek after God. But once he's been enlightened of the heavenly things, he is obligated to seek after God. Once that man is aware of the fear of the Lord, he has an obligation to seek God's face. He has an obligation to seek this marvelous working of God. And that man needs to incline his ear unto the Lord that he might find the holy. Psalm 40 and verse 1. We're going back to prophecy now. We're in the Messianic Psalms. Psalm 40 and verse 1 says, I waited patiently for the Lord, and he inclined unto me and heard my cry. And so again, that's the psalmist as he cries in Psalm 17, asking the Lord to incline his ear unto him. And then he tells in Psalm 40 and 1, he inclined unto me and heard my cry. So we see Jesus Christ, we see two different looks at him. One is before his deliverance, and the second is after his deliverance, looking back at when God heard him. And the Lord said that he brought me up also out of a horrible pit. That's post, that's after, that's following. His soul has been made an offering for sin. He's crying unto the Lord to incline his ear unto him. And then the word of God said, he inclined unto me. He heard my cry. That's past tense. Now the psalmist is looking back at what has taken place by faith. He brought me up also out of an horrible pit, out of the miry clay, and set my feet upon a rock and established my goings. And then he did this. And by the way, he does this for every single person that he's ever delivered by faith. He put a new song in my mouth. Oh, bless the name of the Lord. Thank the Lord for that new song that he puts in your mouth. Your lips no longer sing the profane things and no longer sing the praises of self, but rather the song that he's put on us is praise unto our God. Many shall see it and fear and shall trust in the Lord. And so again, we see speaking messianically, speaking of that which is to come. Psalm 71 and verse 2, we see again the deliverance of Jesus Christ. In thee, O Lord, do I put my trust. Let me never be put to confusion. Deliver me in thy righteousness and cause me to escape. Incline thy ear unto me and save me. Now you say, how is that Jesus Christ? Well, let's keep reading. Be thou my strong habitation, whereunto I may continually resort. Thou hast given commandment to save me, for thou art my rock and my fortress. Deliver me, O my God, out of the hand of the wicked, out of the hand of the unrighteous and cruel man, for thou art my hope, O Lord. And again, you go on through this psalm, and you continually see David as he prophesies, I believe David here, uh, some would be speculative of that, but the things that he says, the words that he uses are often the pattern of David. Yet my King James Bible does not say this is David, but you see his thought pattern, his speech patterns, a lot of these things. It may not be David. I'm not going to be dogmatic about that. But what I do see is I see Jesus Christ. I see him calling as the Lord has inclined his ear unto his son and has delivered him. Psalm 88 and verse 2. 
And by the way, I said I'm not going to be dogmatic about that. I'm not going to be dogmatic about something unless I absolutely have the Word of God on it, because there's no dogma outside of the Word of God. Amen. Oh, Lord God of my salvation, we're in Psalm 88, I have cried day and night before thee. He said, let my prayer come before thee, incline thine ear unto my cry. There's another one of those key words. We spoke about that the other day. The cry of Jesus Christ, incline thine ear unto my cry. For my soul is full of troubles, and my life draweth nigh unto the grave. I am counted with them that go down into the pit. I am as a man that hath no strength. There we see he's a worm and no man. There we see he's contemptible in the eyes of the beholder. We see as a lamb before her shearers was dumb, yet he opened not his mouth. And so we see again, let my prayer come before thee, incline thine ear unto my cry. Psalm 102 and verse 2, hide not thy face from me. You know what? I need to go back and read verse 1 because it, again, proves some things from the Word of God. We've begun to establish these patterns in the Messianic Psalms. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come unto thee. Who is that? That's the cry of the righteous. That's the cry of the Son of God. He says, hide not thy face from me in the day when I am in trouble. Incline thine ear unto me in the day when I call, answer me speedily. For my days are consumed like smoke and my bones are burned as an hearth. My heart is smitten and withered like grass so that I forget to eat my bread. By reason of the voice of my groaning, my bones cleave to my skin. I'm going to stop there for now. But again, we see the pattern. God established that pattern over and over and over again in the Psalms. You know, the thing I continually marvel at is you go and you read the old commentaries, you read new commentaries, and you read study helps, and you read books about David and books about the Psalms, and yet they don't identify this as Christ. And certainly men had to see this was Christ, but I believe some of them were afraid to go out and live. Some of them were afraid the limb would break. Some of them were afraid to lose friends. Some of them were afraid to lose positions. Some of them were afraid to lose power. We're looking forward to the Son of God. We're looking forward to Jesus Christ. This is Messiah. This is the Jews' Messiah. If they would seek him, then find him if they search with all their heart. His ear, he's asked the Lord to incline his ear unto him, that he would hear his cry. Lord, would you get close, why, that you can hear my words as I speak. That's why he's asked the Lord to incline his ear. Psalm 116, we've used this so oft already in our study. In verse 1, I love the Lord. Why? Because he hath heard my voice and my supplications. Because he hath inclined his ear unto me. Therefore will I call upon him as long as I live. Verse after verse, pattern after pattern, continually the cry, the sorrow, the grief, the blood, the soul, the reins, the heart. After verse, after verse, after verse, continually pointing to this man, Jesus Christ, and his relationship in the Godhead. For he says, the sorrows of death compassed me, and the pains of hell got hold upon me. I found trouble and sorrow. In verse 2, because he hath inclined his ear unto me. Why did he incline his ear? Because he heard his voice. He says, he hath heard my voice and my supplications. Can I say to you, if the Lord is going to hear our voice and hear our supplications, we need the Lord's ear to be inclined unto us. We don't need his ear to be heavy that it cannot hear. We don't need a God that's turned his face from us that he will not hear us. No, we need a God that's pleased with us. 
A God that will incline his ear to our prayer. A God that will turn his face to us and hear us. And, and as we seek his face and we seek his will. And as we beseech him in prayer and in our sessions. Whether we have a God that would hear us, incline his ear to us. And answer according to our crying. But also according to his will. Again, Messianic Psalm. Psalm 17. Again, this night we've looked at the ear of the Lord inclined under the cry of his son. I don't have much more time, but I do want to say, if we would just believe the words that God has given us, if we would incline our ear to believe exactly what this Bible is saying and believe the words that God has shown us, what a difference it would make in our lives, the lives of our family. Thank you again. Until tomorrow, may the Lord richly bless you. There's a lost soul who's tired of his sinning, and he longs to return to the Lord, as he cries for forgiveness and mercy. God is waiting. You have been listening to the Daily Doctrine Podcast with Evangelist Tim McVeigh. For correspondence, please contact us through our website and someevangelist.com and use the contact form to connect with us. You may also subscribe to the podcast through our website or search for Daily Doctrine Evangelist Tim McVeigh on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, or Amazon. To write to us, please use our church address, which is Manasseh Community Baptist Church, 70 Back Hollow Road, Blaine, Pennsylvania. 17006. Thank you for listening, and we pray that the Lord will help each of us as we study and preach the Word of God. Don't forget to subscribe and tune in tomorrow. And remember to look up for your redemption draweth nigh. Now the angels of God are rejoicing for the prodigal child has come home, and the saints all with gladness are singing the glorious song of the redeemed.